this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name today is Kalena Kane, who heads up Hansa, the new co-working and shared office space, right here in downtown Buffalo. We talk about ideation, architecture, and design, how they're building community now that they're open, some of the amenities that they offer, and how Hansa can capture the rise of remote work and some of the effects of the pandemic on office and work from home lifestyles. Great conversation. Check out Hansa if you haven't. Thanks to Kalena and you for listening. Yeah, so for those that don't know, what is Hansa? Hansa is the first co-working and shared flexible office space in downtown Buffalo. And obviously this is a kind of a unique project. You just said the, the first of its kind. Um, take us behind the scenes a little bit on like the ideation behind it. Um, you know, like what was the impetus for even coming up with this idea and kind of embarking on this in Denver? Hansa is an offshoot of Uniland Development Company, which is the leading real estate development company in our region. And as part of our day-to-day normal course of business for Uniland, we're always researching development trends and staying up to speed on what's happening across the country and even around the world. So the concept of co-working, as everyone probably knows, is not new, uh, but for some reason it had really uh, not taken off in Buffalo yet. So we had spent a handful of years researching the concept, uh, traveling across the country to similar markets, looking at co-working facilities, uh, really creating our own um, best practices, if you will, seeing what we thought worked and what didn't work, and most importantly, seeing what might resonate in Buffalo, because it's important that it's specific to our market. It's not a cookie-cutter brand, you know, it, it, and, and I think that works for Buffalo, right? Buffalo is, um, we, we all have that Buffalo pride. Uh, we all want to focus on local. So, um, so yeah, once we had gotten our legs under ourselves with research, um, the next big decision was where we would locate um, a co-working facility. And the exciting part of my job is that's really where the research dovetailed with um, acquisition and development sites. I had been actively trying to find an adaptive reuse for the building that Hansa is now located in, which is at 505 Ellicott Street in the Central Business District. So it was really exciting to have um, this concept evolve and then fit what I was looking for on the other side of my job, being a building, really looking for some activation and looking for a reuse. And, you know, once you landed on that spot on Ellicott um, and started pursuing the adaptive reuse, you know, kind of the nature of a co-working space is this, you know, open space that's kind of vibrant and, and fun, certainly not a, a stuffy office. So, How did you guys kind of enjoy that process as, you know, it went into the architecture and the design? Yeah, so uh, what was interesting is really fully wrapping our arms around um, what we were starting with, because it wasn't entirely a blank canvas being an adaptive reuse. So we were starting with a 20,000 square foot uh, warehouse, essentially. And um, 
for any office product, co-working or traditional office, it didn't necessarily lay out well because of the depth of the building. But we really focused on letting the natural daylight into the space. We added skylights throughout um, the roof. Uh, the whole front uh, facade structurally had to be replaced. And we really focused a lot of um, new storefront windows and, and entryways. We added an operable garage door out onto Ellicott. So as many areas that we could add in the daylighting, that was really the first place that we started. Uh, secondly, the building innately had, had great ceiling heights. So we ended up adding a mezzanine level um, that, that does two things. It creates um, really great private office space that is situated underneath that mezzanine level, really in the periphery of the building. But then it creates this really exciting and dynamic two-story space in the middle of the building, which we aptly refer to as the heart of Hansa. And that's really where, if you stand there, you can see the activity and you can see the interweaving of all the different types of spaces from open co-working to our fireplace area to lounge spaces, um, our cafe and shared kitchen space, uh, and then all of the variety of types of workspaces from private offices to team rooms and even our team suite product, which is up on the second floor overlooking the heart of Hansa. Yeah, and I got a, a chance to tour Hansa, I think a couple of months ago now um, with yourself, you graciously kind of took us through and I can certainly attest to all that like natural sunlight and how just like vibrant every piece is and even some of the art that you guys have installed and, and the greenery certainly like kind of took, you know, took a good look at every single detail throughout the space. Yeah, it was really important to us to have uh, a local art initiative in the space. Um, I, I, I have a numbers background and I feel like even for folks that are that are working in, um, you know, a STEM background or a quantitative background, it still feels good to be in creative and artistic space. It's inspiring. Um, it, it promotes innovation, you know, it just, it just gets your, your, your brain waves firing in a different sort of way. And so we did, we um, partnered with a handful of local artists. We have a beautiful one of a kind mural. We have a rotating art gallery wall. Um, we have a really artistic whimsical garden space. And that was really important to us to, to weave that in. Yeah. And you talked at the top about how it had to fit the community, the, the uniqueness of Buffalo. Obviously, like Buffalo is a Rust Belt city kind of has that like blue collar perception of probably the, the warehouse that used to, you know, be in that space. So how, you know, how do you fit kind of those two almost competing narratives together? And, you know, I, like I said, I've, I've been there. So obviously, I think you guys certainly captured it. I love that you picked up on that because you're right. As we were traveling around the country looking at co-working spaces, a lot of them are the ultra modern, they're white with maybe like some neon pops of color, um, which is all great. But when you're thinking about connecting with the aesthetic of the Buffalo heritage of like the industry, it was really important for us to weave in, you know, some of that exposed brick and steel beams, um, really trying to capture um, Buffalo's history. We're, we're all so proud of Buffalo and we really wanted to weave that in. So that was a, 
a baseline that we said we have to meet. And then again, through local artists, um, we've got um, custom-made Buffalo wallpaper. We have um, historic Buffalo maps hanging on the wall. We have photography from, from Buffalo artists. And we just thought that's exactly what we needed to do to make this a success in Buffalo. And, you know, you want to be a, a place of community and innovation. Um, tell us about some of the ways that you're, you're trying to build community through, you know, I know you guys are hosting events and you have that really nice space for that. Um, the art is obviously a piece of that. So how are you kind of bringing people together, especially when sometimes in a co-working space, you know, it's a lot of just individuals. How do you build a community? So that's actually a fantastic segue because um, the ability to create spaces that promoted collaboration actually began from our design and from our floor plan. And I've already spoken a little bit to that of simply interweaving the different types of spaces and creating spaces where people can break out or if they're both, you know, getting a coffee at the same time, their seats right there, right? So it really, it, it really calls for you to not just get a coffee and keep walking down the hallway, but like to grab it and sit down. If you bump into someone, there's easily a chair, near, a chair nearby or a seat um, to sit down and connect. So it started from the design, but really how we're driving it home is through our um, on-site professionals. So we're fully staffed with two um, full-time on-site professionals. And in addition to being the support staff, really for any member needs, one of their primary responsibilities is to help to curate that member community. So um, throughout the month, everything ranges uh, from member breakfast to, to social, fun social events, um, to bringing in speakers um, uh, for Lunch and Learn, some of whom are our members and they have um, wanted to share what their business is doing and what expertise they can share with other, other members of the business community, as well as bringing in consultants. Um, so all of these aspects create the opportunity for members to get to know each other, but to get to know each other in different ways, right? So through a social platform, through an educational platform. And I got to tell you, I, we had the biggest compliment recently um, from a member who said that, you know, when they're thinking about their success in the space, it's not looking at the other members as just people that happen to be working in the same building, but they're starting to really consider those other members as their, as their coworkers, right? Because they see them, they see them getting coffee and they chat over lunch and that's what we love to hear. So obviously there is the individual member and that's probably what first comes to mind when someone thinks of a co-working space, but um, you guys have some really cool space for bigger companies and, and, you know, teams. So tell us a bit about that and the advantages it brings to, you know, Buffalo and, and our work at Invest Buffalo Niagara as we attract new companies, how fast a company could get going because, you know, it's already established right there. Yeah, so that's a great a great point. Hansa is definitely what we like to call a plug and play real estate solution. And uh, as it relates to a lot of the business folks at Invest Buffalo Niagara is speaking with, um, when when businesses are looking to move to Western New York or or grow or expand into Western New York, what Hansa offers is 
a solution where truly they can show up with their laptops or their computers and they can be plugged in and up and running the same day. Um, all of the workstations come fully furnished. Uh, we have shared office equipment. Um, so it's as easy as just connecting to the software. It's all secured um, printing and copying and scanning capabilities, which is all included in the membership. Um, it comes with, we have a mailbox option if folks want to use Honda as their, as their physical mailing address. Um, we have that all signed up through the USPS. Um, we also have um, our high-speed reliable internet which is all ready to go. So that's a matter of minutes to get members um, logged on to, to our secure internet. Um, in addition to not having to worry about, um, you know, buying toilet paper and buying paper towels and, you know, buying a refrigerator for the break room, it truly is a plug and play. And we pride ourselves on that turnaround time and, and really not just a time, but also what ends up being a cost savings for businesses to, to be located here at Hansa. So bring us up to speed. You know, I know you guys opened a couple months ago. How has the progress been and our members in the door, stuff like that? Well, so I would say that opening a new business in the middle of a pandemic is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it, it was fascinating actually, because I did, um, I did, uh, you know, we internally spoke about what do we do? How do we, do we pause? Do we wait? And what's really interesting is we used, um, we used the time that we had that the construction was paused to our advantage to actually uh, vamp up our, our floor plans to be responsive to the current conditions, um, the current safety guidelines um, with the COVID pandemic. So we did things such as, um, you know, all of our furniture orders that had yet to go in, we made sure that all the fabrics and materials were things that could be easily wiped down and sanitized. Uh, we also looked at spacing out furniture. Um, uh, so we and 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 we were probably some of the first people that were that were purchasing acrylic dividers before there was a run on dividers and trying to create the, a more of a separation uh, between workstations. So it allowed us to get out ahead of those things and really put together a very strong and comprehensive policy on on the safety and and really the acceptable behaviors in the space so that everyone working here feels very safe and very comfortable. Um, but as we approached opening, uh, we opened September 1st, um, it, it was really just saying we're here, we're open for business and knowing that folks have been working from home from March and just, just anecdotally saying, folks are kind of done, you know, they're done, whether they're juggling um, um, children in the same, in the same home or roommates or pets. Um, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of friends who they would never have room to do a home office in, in their home. Um, so while it was, it, it was not what we would have anticipated, it still worked in our advantage. And we've been very happy with um, the membership um, ramping up. And as um, COVID is, is subsiding and vaccines are coming out, we really just are hoping furthermore, you know, this summer to have to have Hansa really increase. Yeah, and I think um, 
you know, the pandemic obviously makes it difficult to open a business, but the impacts that the COVID pandemic might have on just like the landscape of, of office and work for years to come long before we're all vaccinated, um, probably, you know, benefit something like Hansa where there is more flexibility to work at home. And, you know, like you said, maybe someone wants to come in. So how do you, um, you know, obviously you, you kind of covered like the difficulties, but what do you see as the opportunity going forward over the next three to five years? Yeah, um, great, great points. I think that Hansa actually is perfectly positioned um, to really serve as that unique uh, transitional solution. So uh, we spoke a little bit about individual and individual members, right? And folks that are just fed up. So they're coming to Hansa because they need to. But what's really interesting from a small business or even a corporate business perspective is um, a lot of decision makers are just unsure right now. And, and especially folks whose leases are coming up currently, they're, they're not really quite sure what they want to do. And it seems like everyone is looking for an option that is easy, plug and play, and is just going to get them over the hump of uncertainty. And that's exactly what Hamza can do for, again, from that individual to a small business, even to a corporation. Um, so it's really, it's really strange how it's not ideal timing, but yet it's perfect timing for us to be here and be available to the, the Buffalo and Western New York community. Yeah, and through, through our Be in Buffalo campaign, you know, I'm reading a ton of articles about the rise of remote work and, you know, demographic changes, relocations around that. How do you think, you know, can Hansa be used to attract remote workers, you know, someone that's paying a really expensive apartment rent in New York City that maybe grew up here, they're realizing they don't have to work in their office, they want to move home to be closer to family, you know, how can, how can we leverage Hansa and this new kind of exciting space to get those people to move to Buffalo? I think this phenomenon of, of really like the reverse migration to the megatropolises, I mean, I love I love planning and the study of cities and, and real estate, obviously. And that's that was a prediction, right? Is that we're we're eventually going to be a handful of megatropolises around the world and every every other city is going to be fighting over scraps. So this COVID pandemic is so fascinating how it really did open up the eyes of folks who are just getting by in Manhattan. And now all of a sudden the out of town business is saying, yeah, no problem. If you want to live in Buffalo and work remote from Buffalo and, and who knows, eventually maybe they, they go down state once a month, the, the businesses and the employers are open to that. And I think that truly it is Buffalo's time to shine because we have such an amazing work-life balance. We have an amazing city, a wonderful region, um, you know, we're, we're resilient in terms of climate change. We've got four seasons, we've got fresh water. I mean, everything. And now the fact that folks can have a New York City job or a Boston job or an LA job, but live here and take advantage of that um, and work from here, I think is fantastic for the future of Buffalo. And while they may not be scoping out the co-working opportunities in their decision to move to move back to Western New York, as soon as they get here, they're going to start really putting together what is their day to day going to look like. And 
prior to Honda opening, there were very few options available. And if and if there were, um, you know, they just they didn't resemble the options that that these types of people would have been used to seeing in bigger cities. So again, some of our best compliments have been folks that have walked through or working in our space and they say, oh my God, I feel like I'm in New York City. Or, or you know, last time that I was in uh, Boston, I saw something similar and loved it. And so I think the fact that we can be on par with what would be provided in one of those bigger cities, but providing it here in Buffalo, I think that just reinforces um, the opportunity for those folks to be moving back and working remote permanently. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to kind of the the growth of Hansa. I've also heard great things about the the coffee that is often promoted on the Hansa social media. So, thank you very much for your time and obviously for the partnership between Uniland and Invest Buffalo Niagara. Um, you know, we're very, very grateful for all the work you do for uh, our region. Before I let you go, we always end on a couple hard hitting blizzard round questions. So, if you were a flavor of ice cream what would you be? This is so boring, but I love vanilla. So I guess I would just be vanilla. <laughs> it's a tried and true though. Not the first to say that. So that's okay. <laughs> um, how about a, a book or TV show that you'd recommend? Oh, so I, um, I have a, a closeted, very spiritual side. So um, I would say anything by Eckhart Tolle is mind blowing. I actually am a fan as well. I've read some. All right. Uh, text or phone call? Uh, text to get something done, but phone call to really connect. Bills or sabers? Bills. Kind of have to right now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> uh, hiking or skiing? Hiking. And last question, most important, chicken wings, drumstick or flat? Flat. Thank you very much for your time. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Greg. by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded, nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.